Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And it's, a, it's football season now, Jeff. We're talking waivers already today, week one waivers. We're going to go over some players that we think you might need to look at adding to your team already. Before we get to the season, we're going to do players that are owned in 50% of the leagues or fewer. So we're going to go over all that in just a minute. We're also going to do some point spread picks at the end of the show. So if you you know, want to hear what we think about what teams to pick against the spread, check us out later in the show, which um, we uh, vow to do better than last year. How about that, Jeff? Better than last year. So that'll be brought to you by my bookie. So make sure you guys check that out later on. And go check us out on Instagram at Fantasy Football Profit or Twitter at the FF Profit. The website's fantasyfootballprofit.com. You can always get your emails in, your Twitter questions, Instagram, however you want. We'll definitely be answering questions as much as we can. Tomorrow's show, we're going to do a bunch of start sit questions, help you out with uh, this week's games. As we, it's crazy that it's, we're already doing that. It just it feels like it came upon us very quickly. I don't know about you, Jeff. I just it's crazy that it's here. Yeah, week one already. Yeah, it's it, it's it's nuts. But hey, we're we're uh, we're here, and um, I'm in the middle of an auction draft while we're doing this podcast. So I might give you updates on that. that that's a, that's a difficult thing to do. So if I just all of a sudden forget to talk, Jeff, just uh, remind <laughs> me that um, maybe I should say something. But all right, let's go into waivers. We're going to talk about some of the guys here that are owned. So we're going to fifty percent of leagues or less. Some of them now that have jumped, some players who were going to be on this list have now jumped up, like Devin Singletary. He jumped up after the McCoy news. So, you know, if he's um out there, for sure get him, right? I will say I don't know 100% how that's going to play out, but it's worth an ad right now. Because it, it, okay, Frank Gore's not going anywhere. That's my worry with that. I don't know. Right? I mean, he's going to get some carries. Yeah, without a doubt. But, I mean, you're, you're still getting a... A good young running back that you know that can surprise you for nothing. You're picking him off waivers, so can you really get that picky? <laughs> I mean, yeah, if he's there, pick him up and hope you know that he gets all the work and you'll be in really good shape. And I mean, T.J. Eldon's there too. You worry about that part of it? No, not even slightly, huh? I mean, no. It, it, like I, I'm still standing by my. I really think he's a good player. Even before McCoy left, I had him as one of my league winners, but. I did say it would take until the second half of the season. I, I still think that he'll need a few games in order to figure out what he is and how they're going to use him. So nothing really in my mind has changed. I think he's a great value pick. And this one's like this week's hard to do like streaming quarterbacks against defenses. It's hard to know what defenses are really going to be poor. Mm-hmm. So I'll just I'll, I'll glance. We'll start with quarterbacks. I'll just do it real quick because there's really nothing out there. I mean, I don't know if you're looking at 50 percent or less. If you're already streaming, who is there to even go off of here? Is it you think go for you hope Josh Allen just continues what he did at the end of last year playing against the Jets or Jimmy Garoppolo against Tampa? Those are on the road. I don't like it, but those seem to be some of the best options if you're below 50% right now. Cousins, I guess Kirk Cousins at home against Atlanta. Maybe you just go with it. He'd probably be my favorite. At home, Atlanta should put up some points. Kirk Cousins didn't look the very good in the preseason, but we've seen this from him before. He should be all right. He has a lot of weapons. So I, I still feel the best about cousins um after that who who would you be looking at i mean you also have garoppolo against tampa bay which yeah 
that seems interesting. Um, I, I might honestly, I'd probably roll the dice with Josh Allen just to see if that's for real. Go, try to go with the the running yards. Hopefully, you're not even in this situation and you got somebody else to go with for the week one. But if you're if you're not, hey, those it'll get better. We'll be able to pinpoint streaming quarterbacks a lot better as we go. It's just right now, it's a difficult. It's really difficult to figure out what you should do there. All right, running back time. I'm going to go to the running backs owned under 50%. And starting off the list, Darwin Thompson would have been on this list. But with the addition of McCoy, I think Darwin Thompson's just kind of pushed to the side now. I wouldn't be looking, you know, for him at all anymore. He's, uh, yeah, it's kind of, he was the, you know, the interesting pickup a week or so ago in drafts. And it's kind of not there. Obviously, Andy Reid loves LaShawn McCoy. and He's going to give him all the all the chances to do quite a bit on that team. So Darwin Thompson probably don't add. You know, I actually kind of think Deion Lewis is underrated. I'm not sold on Derrick Henry. I don't think you are either. No, but Deion Lewis, I think he's being really just completely forgotten about. Yeah, kind of. My problem with him is he he got all the chances in the world last year. And so did Derrick Henry, but he didn't do a whole lot with him. Really. He was playable in three weeks. Week one was one of them. Um, will he repeat that? I don't know. I, I still don't feel good about that. If if you're looking to pl- like actually draft someone to play this week, which is probably unlikely since you drafted your team, but Deion Lewis might be that guy. Um, but I, I think there is other guys that have more bang for your buck below him. But he's an interesting one because, yeah, he's going to be, what, either running back one, running back two on Tennessee, yep. even though I, I just don't like the whole situation. <laughs> below him... There's, okay, Justin Jackson is very interesting to me. And it seems like everyone's just, you know, giving it to Ekelar. He's just the guy, right? But I don't know if he is. Justin Jackson, I think, is going to get a lot of work. I don't think Gordon's going to be there. It's going to be a while before he is. Jackson, I think, is a player you should throw on your bench right now. At least he's owned in, what are we at, 32% of leagues. He should be rostered right now to figure out what how that back backfield is going to play out because you do not know right now. And you don't know. I mean, Melvin Gordon could just be traded. If he's traded, then, I mean, it's Justin Jackson's going to get a lot of work the rest of the year. He needs to be on the team right now. So I would I would definitely pick up Justin Jackson. Who else are you looking at around here? Um, Kalen Balash. Figure out what the heck. Same kind of situation. Yeah, yeah. What the heck the Dolphins are going to do. He's more of the battering ram. So if you get near the goal line, maybe they use him in that capacity, which would be wonderful. Another guy that you can look at that is definitely a longer shot, if you will. But Ronald Jones, I don't have any faith in Tampa Bay. But one of these guys is going to get the carries. If he's the one that does, yeah. he's worth taking a look at, even though even if he does, I, I can't imagine um, that line being able to help him produce enough. But, I mean, really, there's not a whole lot here. The other guy, obviously, I have to bring up AP, uh, Adrian Peterson. I, I know that Geis has looked really, really good. Craig is obviously uh, a yeah. big supporter of Geis. Now that I'm a Geis guy, I don't like Peterson. Yeah. No. I, but I, I think, think Peterson's worth the pickup. And I think in the first couple of weeks, too, if you're looking to play someone, I think he has a better shot because he will get, you know, he'll get carries in the first couple of weeks, I would assume. I can't imagine that Geis is going to, from ACL, you know, tear to 100% of the workload. I think that's really unlikely. So I think early on, if you want to, like, plug a running back hole, if you will, um, that would be Adrian Peterson. And I think pretty much the, you know, the theme of this week is you pick up these guys just waiting to see if somebody breaks out. You take your chances with as many of them as you can. Yeah. With some of these other guys like um, Jalen Samuels. 
if if Connor's gone at any point, he's he's a huge pickup. So that's a, a guy I like to put on my bench and wait and see what happens. And again, we don't even know how exactly that backfield's going to play out. Connor's obviously going to get the majority of the work, but it could be more of a split than you think. And Justice Hill, I like Justice Hill as a pickup, for especially for any Mark Ingram owner right now. Justice Hill, I think if given the, given a chance, could be a pretty good player. I think I, really whoever is the running back in that Baltimore offense, I think is going to be a good player. So Justice Hill, I think he has some talent. So he's an interesting one there as well for me to pick up. Same thing down the list. Alexander Madison, Damian Harris. They're the same type of potential rookies here that I like to throw those kind of people on my bench early on in the season. Wait until you completely figure out how these backfields are actually going to play out. Because you just, right now, you none of us know. Right. So I have to ask about one guy before I get to the the questions. They're going to people are going to wonder about him. Carlos Hyde, he gets traded to Houston. Now it's Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde. How do you see that going down? I don't think Carlos Hyde has anything left. I I don't anymore. I don't think he looked he looked he didn't look very good in Jacksonville last year after he went there and Chiefs saw nothing nothing from him. They just yeah, they got rid of him no problem. They, they traded him, sure, but he was going to be cut. Yeah, They had no use for him. Nope. And Houston just needs I mean, a backup running need, back. They need another body. The guys yeah. who they had, there was a bunch of them. They had that, was it Crockett? I can't remember his name. He was all of a sudden a pickup, but mm-hmm. I think he I think he even got cut. They got Kron Higdon, which he was just, he was fine at Michigan, but he's not, He was he's nothing special. All right. So let me boil this down for anyone listening. If you had to pick one guy under 50% that's owned on ESPN Leagues, if you had to pl- play or pick up one guy to play this week as, say, a flex or a running back two or three, who would that person Out of be? these players yes. down here? And then I will ask you, just so you know, who is the person you would pick up off waivers to stash to find out, um, like a what-if kind of player? Because I, f- I feel like they're two different things. Yeah. One you have to play, one you're, you're going for the future. So if I had to pick a guy to play this week, you know what? I think that's... Deion Lewis. I really do. I think it's Deion Lewis. I think I feel, I think he has a role. I don't know if any of these other guys have a role. I just don't, you know, they're all, they, they're, they're backups. They're all backups. I think Deion Lewis is the only one. It's Deion Lewis or Adrian Peterson. I'll say that. It's one of those two. I can't, it's Peterson. I guess it all depends on Geis's health, which we won't know. We're not going to quite know exactly how healthy he truly is. So, or is it Justin Jackson? I was gonna say I would actually go. I'd probably go AP. Then I would go Justin Jackson, even because I think that team can actually pass a lot more. I think AP would be my guy to In, plug and play. I think I still go Deion Lewis. I just think he's okay. going to be used. But those two, those other guys would be right there behind him. And to see if I had to pick a guy for future, hmm. See, I like a lot of these depend on injury. That's the problem we're here. It's I don't want to don't want to. You know, like Jalen Samuels depends on injury and Justice Hill does and Madison does and Harris does. Mm-hmm. They all depend on an injury. And that's so hard to actually, um, you know, how how do you know who that's going to be? Shoot. I don't know what one to pick here. This is actually uh, out of all those guys. You know what? As much as he's not really doing as much. I think Ronald Jones has a path where he could become the guy if he's just good. 
The other guys need injuries. Ronald Jones doesn't need an injury. He just needs to be good. I'm not saying he's going to be good, but if he is, the job's his. It's right. As simple as that. Those other guys all need injury, so I'm going to go. I'll go Ronald Jones there. Sure. I like that. I would still. I would go. I guess more of the practical route. I would go Justin Jackson. Just, yeah, that's I, that's and yep. maybe you know, but only because obviously Melvin Gordon was such a touchdown machine. That was where he drove a lot of his points. Justin Jackson is a bigger back than Eckler, so I'm you know what if he turns into the goal line back, and then I'd probably go Kalen Balage after that. Um, but that was yeah. more. I, I don't have any real rhyme or reason for the Balage uh, love that I'm giving him at the moment. Yep. I just don't know. Yep. So I'm, I would find out. All right. So moving over, let's move over to wide receivers here. And let's see what we got down there that are owned in 50% of leagues or less. And I can see right off the bat, I, I really think um, think Anthony Miller is just under the radar. Yep. Just completely under the radar. And he was he had, he had showed signs last year they could be a really good player. And I don't see why you don't take a chance on him then. He could – this is a guy who could be in his second year. He could all of a sudden just jump up and become the number one no problem. He very well could pass. I like Allen Robinson, but there's no way to say Anthony Miller couldn't just make that leap and become better and become a main guy there. So I think he's being I think he's being underrated. Out of, out of the guys on this list that are down here, to me, he's, he stands out. He completely stands out as the guy that you need to get. Yeah, I don't even think it's close, honestly, for me at least. I'm trying yeah, to, I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. But right now, yeah, I would say it's definitely um, – yeah – I was already a fan of Anthony Miller, and um, he hasn't gotten a whole lot of you know positive press of lately. To be honest, he hasn't and got think, much of anything. Yeah, yeah, that has really hurt him, his stock. But early in the year, when before Trubisky got hurt, he, he they were in very good sync, and he was actually doing really, really well. And people kind of just forget um, that you know in the middle of the season, he was starting to really put some some numbers together. Um, or he could, <laughs> he could go after the always around the fifty percent mark, Muhammad Sanu. Right, God, exactly. Just stay away. Well, here, here's another one. Um, the other guy they went to Houston, Kenny Stills. See, I think there's too many. I just think there's too much. I agree. It, to me, it it hurts. This one hurts Will Fuller for me. This hurts Kiki QT. It doesn't hurt Hopkins no, at all. Doesn't but touch him. It. And I don't think. Not saying Fuller's gonna be bad or QT's gonna be bad or Stills gonna be bad. I think they're all gonna be good players. But I just there's a lot to go around now. I actually don't. I actually don't think it hurts Will Fuller. No? Do you think it's more Only of a- because he's so boomer bust. Like, you don't need a lot of receptions from him. I, I think that um, – I, I think it does hurt Kiki QT because I think they are very similar players. I think Stills is literally the, you know, the security blanket for when one of the two that we just talked about go down. Because I, I think they just assume at this point Fuller is a guy that is going to be wonderful when he's in, but he's going to be hurt half the year. So I think that kind of gives them that security. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Fuller, he'll have three catches. One will be a touchdown, and that's kind of what you expect. So yep. maybe it does take away like him turning into a reliable possession receiver on top of being the big play guy. But um, I, I think Kenny Stills doesn't get enough looks to make him worthwhile for a pickup. The rest of the list, again, it's going to be the guys you're just speculating on, right? That's where, it, to me, a lot of it is, is uh, like McCole Hardman. You know, I don't necessarily know how that's going to play out, but I don't mind him being on my team to figure it out the first couple of weeks. And if it doesn't, if he's not doing anything, throw him, throw him back, right? Just throw him back. Yep. I, th- I think Deshaun Hamilton is interesting. I just don't know if that team is any, is good enough to actually make it work. That, I mean, because you got Sutton, you got Hamilton, you got Sanders. I think that's too much already to make, 
any of that really truly work, right? It's just not, yeah, it's tough. I don't think Flacco can do it. I don't think the team can do it. Yeah. It, yeah, it's, there's not, the the rest of the list is, um, eh, not a lot here for me. There's a lot of guys, maybe they do something like Debo Samuel. Maybe you throw him again, see if he does anything. I'm, Traquan Smith is interesting a little bit to me. He showed some signs last year, not really getting talked about at all this year. And then you got you got the rookies on there: Paris Campbell, AJ Brown, Andy Isabella. Just those rookies yeah, that are around. Harman. You know, you throw those guys around. The guys I, I'm really curious to see though. Week one, I'm not even know, necessarily saying to pick them up, but I'm just very curious about these guys. Okay, I'm really not saying to pick them up. I'm honestly very curious about Devontae Parker and what he's going to okay. do. And it's Kenny Stills is now gone too. There is. That team's going to be bad. The Dolphins overall are going to be bad. They're going to be down a lot. They're going to be throwing a lot. And Ryan Fitzpatrick throws the ball around. So is Albert Wilson, Devontae Parker, someone going to have some value just because they're going to be down and throwing the ball all much? Or are they just going to be so bad that they just can't do anything? <laughs> well, I think this is a very rare thing, actually. Now that, well, even Stills, really, I'm sure he got dropped by a lot of people after he got traded. But it's actually a team where... I don't think one of their wide receivers is owned in over 50% of leagues. It, that does not happen very often no. because even Stills leaving, and it's actually a very good question that we answered on the mailbag. Someone you know, was wondering about our thoughts on Preston Williams, and Stills was still on the team, so we we're like, yeah, he's still going to have to work his way up there. Um, but once again, he's a young guy. If they decide to go with Rosen, maybe they just keep going that way. But Devontae Parker only being <laughs> owned in 8.9% of leagues when he should be the number one, it's crazy to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm I don't personally have him. I'm not picking him up at the moment. <laughs> well, you can't because I have him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but that is a. It's just a very unique situation. I mean, Albert Wilson actually is the number one Miami owned player right. Well, not player. I'm sorry, wide receiver at twenty five point eight percent in the ESPN leagues. I mean, whew, no one believes him, and I'm I'm okay with that. But one of these guys will be fantasy relevant by the end of the year. It's, it's very hard to believe that one of them won't have enough to at least be a streamer. I don't yeah. know which one it's going to be, though. It's, yeah, it's so up in the air. And the rest of the guys, I mean, there's nothing that really stands out to me right now. There's just not. We'll see. You know, sorry if we're not talking about your guy. Right. <laughs> just it's, There's a million guys. Josh Jackson just got signed by the Vikings. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll give you... Two guys just to look for, and these are completely upside players that we've talked about before, but John Ross, he's not owned in any league pretty much. (laughs) I don't know if he's even going to be healthy enough to play. Right now, I think he's on track to play. I think he's just questionable. And then um, I'm really interested to see what uh, the Eagles do with uh, Arcega Whiteside. You know, that is completely a wait-and-see kind of thing, but I just... I have a good feeling that he might be viable second half of the season. All right. I'm going to move over to tight ends. There's just a very few to talk about right here. So under 50%, the first one on the board is Mark Andrews, who I really like. I'm a, I'm a big Mark Andrews fan. I don't know how it's going to play out with Lamar Jackson throwing the ball and all that. I like the potential there. So I think he's, uh, if you're looking for a guy down here, he's worth a pickup. Jimmy Graham, though, I think is kind of, yeah, he wasn't great last year, but the offense in general wasn't great for Green Bay. There still might be something there. This is We'll find out. We'll find out really soon if Jimmy Graham's just done. And if he's not completely just done, this is going to be a steal. 
And if you're one of the people that waits on tight end, like I've done in a lot of leagues, it's not a bad idea to Gil go, you know, get Jimmy Graham and plug him in for, you know, first game. See if there's anything left. TJ Hawkinson, it's a rookie. We'll see if that plays out. The rest, there's not a lot. Dallas Goddard, if you want to have a backup tight end, right? I He's, I, I'm still pulling for him. <laughs> I really, really like him. And, and then, did you already talk about Jaseki? No, I mean, this, this, he's an interesting one. He is. I just the it hasn't been great press about him, and it, it kind of it kind of worried me a little bit. And I mean, but again, with that and team, they need dolphin. to throw it to somebody. Yeah, someone's going to be catching the ball. They will throw the ball a little bit. Fitzpatrick can throw the ball. He he has no problem finding guys. So that'll be interesting. All right. So, I mean, we could roll over to defense real quick, see if there's anything streaming that jumps out. And I think there is one. I have one streaming defense this week, and that's going to be the Ravens yeah, at how, Miami. How are they now? <laughs> First of all, Ravens are already a, a top 10 defense. They should be picked up in more than 50% of leagues. And they're playing you know, a terrible offense at the moment. Why in the world are they not owned in more than 46%? Right? This, is, this is going to be a good week for them. They're, they're, to me, they're the number one streaming. They have to be, right? I mean, it's... Pretty clear. I mean, Cowboys against the Giants isn't bad either. Giants, I don't expect much from Eli. He's gonna he'll throw a couple picks, right? So that's um yeah, that's where I'm at with that. And even okay, I Chiefs at Jaguars. Jacksonville, there's no I think that could be okay, but Nick Foles is not great. And they weren't good last year. Yeah. And they're gonna have to throw it a lot in order to, you know, keep up with the Chiefs, I would assume. You know, if it, if it is anything like last year, and that will give them a lot of opportunity in order to force turnovers. So, yeah, I, I actually like that one, too. If, if you're really in a bind, why not? Yep. And actually, I do wonder, the the Seahawks against Cincinnati, no A.J. Brown or no A.J. Green. You're, you know, always kind of a middling offense anyway. The addition of, you know, Javion Clowney and, and kind of all the buzz that's going around there, it just feels like they're going in the right direction. They're actually, I think they would be an okay uh, pickup as well if you're, in a, if you're in a bind. All right. I think that's it for waivers for week one. We actually had a lot to talk about there. Well, it'll be a lot. We'll have a lot more answers, though, next week. <laughs> this is more of everything. Everything is just speculative. speculative. You're just making guesses. Next week, we'll actually have some, some data to go off of. But... All right. I think it's time for some uh, point spread picks here, Jeff. Brought to you again this year by MyBookie.com, which right now, if you go use promo code PROFIT, which is P-R-O-P-H-E-T, which you should know if you're listening. It's on the title. So it's promo code PROFIT. You'll, they'll double your first deposit, which is great. So I think I might go do that here. I got to put some money in. It's, it's football season, Jeff. I'm, I don't know. I'm interested in this. I can't wait to probably bet on a game or two. The problem is right now, I don't exactly know how anything's going to play out. I have no feel for this, but I mean, you can go to my bookie and do, we were just looking at Super Bowl odds actually the other day on my bookie. I pulled up their Super Bowl odds. I want to show you this before we get into this. I'll show you what you think about this. So Super Bowl odds from my bookie right now, the chiefs were the favorite Patriots two, saints, three Eagles, four. Then you got the Rams tied at five with the bears and the Browns. Oh, well. I mean, that's... Yeah, I'm talking about jumping up in the rankings. And then Chargers, Packers, Steelers. So Browns are more of a Super Bowl favorite than the Chargers, Packers, Steelers. Yeah, I, I can't. I mean, let's be honest. I see it, though. It's it's a little crazy to me. How'd that happen? Why can't the Lions do that? 
<laughs> so many reasons. But if you want to go bet on one of those teams, maybe you think one of those is a maybe you think the maybe the Packers or the Steelers down there are a bit of a value. Maybe not. Go to mybookie.com. Check it out there. So we're going to do our point spread picks. This is going to be <laughs> this is going to be a challenge here to start the season because we haven't seen anything yet. So how do we know what we're looking at? So I'm going to start us off, Jeff. Thursday night game. It's Packers at the Bears. Packers three point underdogs. What do you got? Honestly, my heart. I'm going to take Pack. I am too. I for some reason, I am not. Um, I don't. I don't know if I'm sold on the Bears. Maybe that's just. The, I'm, the Lions fan in me, not I'm like more, believing I'm more in it. sold on the Packers are going to rate the ship a little bit. I think Aaron Rodgers is healthy. I, I like where they're at. I think Aaron Jones is a stud. I think they've done a lot of good stuff. Um, hopefully, <sighs> Khalil Mack coming after Rodgers, and we'll find out real quick if that offensive line is any better. Falcons plus four at Minnesota. Plus four at Minnesota. Actually, I'm I'm going Vikings. I'm going Falcons. I don't trust Kirk Cousins to do anything. He's he's just not. I'm not a fan of him anymore. So I think he's just going to screw it all up. So I'm going with Falcons there. Then we got the Redskins plus nine and a half at the Eagles. Are the Eagles that much better? You know what? You got Redskins with Case Keenum. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it took. Yeah, I, I wanted to pick them anyway. I was looking for a reason. I, they're they're a better team. I mean, just <laughs> all over the field. I'll go with the Eagles for this one to start the year here. Bills plus three at the Jets. Bills plus three at the Jets. Actually, I'm going Bills plus three at the Jets. Man, that is an interesting one. I haven't thought about much about either of these teams. In a strange turn of events, at the Jets. Man, that is actually... That's a tough one, but I'm – man, I go back and forth on this. I, I, I Originally, I was going to go Buffalo. I don't know why, but I'm actually – I, I take that back. I'm going to go the Jets. You know, I think I am too. Yeah, I'm going to go I'm going to go Jets. And Was that three? Plus three, yeah. I'm going to go Jets there. Ravens minus seven at Miami. I'm actually going to go Miami. Because I think this is like the this is the one Ryan Fitzpatrick game. This is his game. He has that one where he looks like he looks amazing. He's going to throw four hundred yards, and this is the game. This is it, though. Huh. Only three points. Seven. Ravens are seven point favorites. I'm not oh. saying the Dolphins are going to win this. Right. I, I see what you're saying. I'm going to still go with the Ravens. I don't. I, I think they're they're going to come out and they're going to show what Lamar Jackson can do. I think he's going to impress. It could be. 49ers at Tampa to pick them. Ooh, I'm going to go Buck. I think I think they're going to just throw it, throw it, throw it. I, I think it'll be an interesting game. But, yeah, I'll, I think I think Grappolo needs uh, – he'll need a game to warm up. I'm just going to go with the home team. That's, that's all I'm going to go here. Chiefs minus four at Jacksonville. Oh, Chiefs minus four? Yeah. Chiefs. I'm going Jacksonville at home. Ooh. Yeah. Going with a surprise there. Everyone's big on the Chiefs early on. Let's let's get the surprise pick very early. Titans plus five and a half at the Browns. Browns. <laughs> I can't say it quick enough. Titans. <laughs> really? Yep. 
Oh, it's going to be like, so what it. I'm seeing here is the Browns are going to be the Browns here and all the expectations. And all of a sudden they're just going to just do nothing. It's going to be fun. I'm not saying they're going to be bad this year. They I have, just think I just have a, this strange feeling. It's just no, going to, I think it's a lot like the Ravens. I think that the Browns are coming out. Everyone's healthy right now. I do not think Mayfield crumples under the pressure. I don't think Odell does. I think they're coming out and they're going to put it, put on a show. I think they have a huge chip on their shoulder, especially Odell getting traded and, I think they're ready to go. Rams minus two and a half at Carolina. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams. Yep. Yeah, I'm taking the Rams here. Lions minus two and a half. What? We're favored? At Arizona. <laughs> Sorry, Lions. I know this plays out. This is the <laughs> afternoon four o'clock game on the road on the West Coast. When has that game ever worked out for us Lions fans? Yeah. Have you ever seen the Lions win that game? No. Sorry, Cardinals are winning this thing. Yeah, I'm taking Arizona as well. It's just, it just. I mean, how can you possibly ever pick? Yeah, you just can't do it. All right, Bengals plus nine and a half at Seattle. Is Seattle really that good? Wow. It's a larger point spread than I was predicting. You know what? I think Bengals are going to keep it within that. I'm not saying they're going to win this thing. I think they're going to keep it within nine and a half. I'm in agreement with you. Yeah, I just think that'll happen. Colts plus six and a half at the Chargers. Actually, I ooh, man, I, I'm kind of rooting for, for the Colts now, but I, I'm taking the Chargers. I think. Yeah, me too. Yeah, Giants plus seven at the Cowboys. How, what was the spread? Plus seven. Yeah, I'm taking Cowboys still. Yeah, me too. I I just think that Giants team isn't any good. It's really they're just they're just not. Steelers plus five and a half at the Patriots. Plus five and a half, huh? I'll take uh, I'll take Steelers. I'm actually always going to go the same there. I just feel like this is that early season game where the Patriots don't quite have it figured out yet. Right. And also, I mean, the Steelers were really good. They lost one player from last year. I mean, I know it's more than that, but I feel like everyone is completely downgrading them off of, you know, Antonio Brown leaving. I, I think, I don't think it's as big of a difference as people are making out to be at the moment. Yep. Texans plus seven at the Saints. After what just oh, after just went down, seven is rough. But I'm 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 taking the Saints. I'm going Texans. Okay, I just think they're in a disarray right now. I I think they I think they have a good team going. I think they're I think they might be okay. We'll see. Then finally, Broncos minus one at the Raiders. I'll take Broncos. I'm, Man. Gonna go, I'm going Raiders. Man, I took a lot. We have a lot of difference in, in week one here. Yep. We definitely do. So, all right. There we go. Week one point spread picks. We'll see how that plays out. I, I have no confidence, but one of us might do well. Find out. But if you want to, you know, not take our advice and take your own advice and go to mybookie.com, use the promo code PROFIT, and they'll double your deposit. So go do that. But, all right, that'll do it for waivers. We'll be back tomorrow with some start sick questions as we kind of do our weekly rankings episode that way by helping answer all of your questions. Talk to you guys tomorrow.